the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Renegade Women and Soul Care, where we share conversations with dynamic and amazing women and discuss how they navigate life while taking care of their souls and savoring their time with God. Who is this renegade woman? She is the woman who behaves in an unconventional manner. She is the woman who rises to the occasion of her calling, her vocation, and her passion to overcoming, to serving, and to bettering the world, including any other promptings that call to her soul. And now, here's a continuation of last week's program. You know, I was a skinny little thing, as you know. Yes. And I'm not, I mean, then I I was just a late bloomer. So when I had kids and had gained a bunch of weight, I did not know how to lose it because I'd never had to before. Yeah. I'd Mm -hmm. never had to watch what I ate. I'd never been to a buffet. I was such a picky eater. I'd never Uh been to a buffet. I came here, there's buffets everywhere. I never, before I met my husband, I never really ate cheese or or like a casserole uh-huh. or more than one helping of anything. Yeah. It's <laughs> very Midwestern. And um, I would say get in shape and yeah. not so for what I look like, but for how you feel for and how, how you much feel. you have yeah. and for my health. Yeah. Longevity. Yeah. Here I am losing weight. I'm constantly losing weight because it's not really a priority. I mean, actually at this minute it is for other reasons, but it's not really, hasn't been a priority. And I would, if I were in shape, I would have realized earlier to stay there. Yeah. That I needed to, that's what I would tell anybody. I tell, when I give cards for graduation and stuff, I give them two pieces of advice. I say one week out of the month, do everything with your off hand. Wow. (laughs) Because you never know. Cause I had, um, I had shoulder surgery and you know, you can't use that hand. Wow. <laughs> so right. you learn you learn what you need that what you take for granted. So right. that's really what it teaches you. But use your offhand. That plus you'll be ready if you ever have to. Right. And get into shape and stay there. Whatever it takes, make wow. that a priority. Mm-hmm. Make make your health the priority, not what you look like, but right. what your health is the priority. That is so great. Doesn't matter how much money you have. Steve Jobs couldn't buy a job. Right. I don't know. Couldn't buy himself out of a pancreas yes. cancer. Right. Had crazy couldn't buy himself out right. so michael and he got to be healthy yeah it's so true you have it you got it doesn't matter how much money you have yeah it doesn't it doesn't matter at all and i think that one thing that like is a you know little internal mantra for me is that and i told my kids this over the years even as young people it's like every time i work out i'm investing in my future Right. I really feel like that. And I've had weight issues my whole life. So I've been on that roller coaster, but I've (laughs) never not been fit. So I appreciate you saying that. And I think it's so valid and it's so true. And I love that that's what you would put in graduation cards. And I'm going to put that in the show notes too, because that's just like, there's several things that are going to show notes that are just like, whoa, that was huge. (laughs) Well, you know, I do Pilates. Uh-huh. I have I have some long term COVID issues, so uh-huh. I don't can't really do like heavy cardio. Uh-huh. So I do Pilates, which I fell in love with. Yeah, and I have 
until I had COVID again in October, I was going five or six days a week. I'm slowly, uh, now I go about three days a week and I'm Uh getting back into it, but it's expensive. And I thought my health is not expensive. It's cheap for what it's giving me. Exactly. And that's how I had to rationalize it in my brain. Yeah. To make that money go out every month. And now I'm like, oh, well, this is what I do. You go to whatever gym you want, you do what you want. And I'm doing this. This is my one thing that I'm doing. Yeah. And that's so, it's so important. And I, it's like a little rabbit trail here, but I had a really, really bad accident. I guess it's been, I don't know, maybe four years now, but I was severely electrocuted and blown across the room. And basically the whole system was messed up. And so it took a year and it took 15 months for me to feel like, okay, I might be normal again. But part of my recovery was Pilates. And um, I did very gentle floor Pilates, but I fell in love with it and my body loves it. And it was just a great, you know, sort of re-entry healing process for me to restore my mind, body, and spirit because everything was just so messed up. And so I feel like because... I had all the backstory of, you know, I was athletic as a kid and, you know, I sort of kept with things that because I had all that backstory of strength and conditioning and all that kind of stuff that I was able to make it through this, this huge trauma to my whole system. I'm a big well, someone who deals with electricity and stuff. I can tell you how lucky you are. <laughs> oh yeah. We have, yes. I, I work for a power company and they mm. don't, um, every month in our safety meeting, we recognize someone who lost their life. Oh, working on the power lines. Yeah, I totally understand that. And we we have several friends in our circle, you know, engineers and that kind of thing. And, and you know, the doctors too, they're like, you do realize you're lucky you're alive. I'm like, <laughs> I, I totally know that. I totally, completely know that. And I'm also fortunate that like my hand didn't lock on to the the thing that, you know, I was connected to electrically and that right. my brother's an electrician. He's like, yeah, you were the light bulb. I'm like, wow, thanks. Um, he is? Oh yeah, William is I didn't know that. serious electrician. He's an EMF specialist. Really? And people call him all over the United States to help with EMF issues. Yeah. He's heavy Wow, that's my business. I'll have to remember. Yeah. That. Yeah, if you ever need his his contact information, but yeah, he's a super super talented, gifted electrician. So yeah, I'm lucky to be alive and um I'm thankful and I didn't have any outward physical, you know, like my skin didn't get burned up and you know, all that kind of stuff. I, I had a weird thing in my arm for a while where the, I guess the most of the stuff was coming through me, but I got blasted about 10 feet across the room. It was heavy duty. But anyway, all of that to say that, yes, work out, do Pilates, do yoga, walk, do whatever it is to keep yourself healthy and strong because it's a priceless gift that you give yourself. My to the gym, even through COVID, four days a week, four to five days a week, since I met him probably. Wow. So a, a piece of paper with a line drawn down the middle. They can only have 10 people in the 10 pennies. I came in the other side. Wow. That How is so cool. There. And a lot, of, even, a lot of people didn't even know they were open Wow. through the whole pandemic. So my, I got COVID from some very dear friends, uh-huh. a lot older, I think, and he passed from Yeah. But this it hit my lungs. My husband wow. And he, it didn't bother his lungs at all. But for some reason, my lungs just rebel. And I had it in October and I'm still on certain medication, walking Mm -hmm. slowly. I can get through a Pilates class now. At first I couldn't even get through it. 
because I was so deconditioned. Right. I absolutely not doing it for a couple yeah. months, but I'm back. And, you know, if I have to walk slowly, I'll, I just go slowly up and down the stairs <laughs> or I'll ask somebody to go do something for me, right, you know, whatever right. it takes. <laughs> Cause it's got to get great. better. Right. It's one step at a time. It was like, you know, my recovery, it was ridiculous. We have 17 stairs in this house and I would make it to the top and I would have to sit down. I couldn't even yeah. move beyond the climbing of the steps. I was just wiped out. So one step at a time. I prefer no steps. I prefer five. <laughs> steps, but no stairs. I'm like, okay, oh, like I forgot my water downstairs. Will you oh, please yeah. go get it? And he's like, all right. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Well, (laughs) what women have inspired you? Huh. It's so funny. I relate so much more to men because I was always surrounded by men. What Um, men have inspired you? Thomas Edison. Mm. How to see something that's not there. I just don't get it. Yeah. My brain doesn't work that way. It's so impressive to me. That's amazing. It is. Yeah. Winston Churchill. Mm. (laughs) This is a weird one. Audie Murphy. Oh, really? That's so cool. that who he is anymore. But when we went to Arlington, that was the one that was really the grave I wanted to see. Still the most decorated soldier. Yep. 17 years old, you know. Gives me goosebumps. Yeah. Wow. My kids, my mom was a li- librarian uh-huh. and she had my kids reading all kinds of things. And both my kids read To Hell and Back by Audie Murphy. Oh. And they're both, when I went to Arlington, I, took pictures and sent it to them. And both of them were just so impressed and overwhelmed. I really think the people who inspire me, this is so off too, is this, these really old soldiers from World War II. Yeah. I just love them. Yeah. So yes. Go back and do it again. Yeah. This is, you know, another rabbit trail, but you know, I've been hospice for years and years and years, and I've done, you know, funerals and memorial services all over the place. But The funerals that I've done at the veterans locations, Rosecrans here in San Diego and the National Cemetery. Yes. Oh my gosh. And I love seeing the 1800 headstones, the headstones from, you know, the way, way back, the early 1900s and all that, because I think about what mostly men, what they went through and how they served their country with such honor. But there's just something about it for me in my heart that is just a really, really special um, sacred thing and sacred place. Like the Band of Brothers? Yes. Yes. Beautiful. I love that Arlington also, something I didn't know that a lot of these men are buried and their wives are buried on the other side of their... Yes. I didn't know that. And I thought, how lovely that they make that accommodation. Yep. It is super special. And we have a friend that will be buried at Arlington, probably in February. And he was an amazing admiral that um, helped at Subic Bay. And I mean, he's just amazing. Admiral Donovan Shelton, if you ever want to look him up. Oh, well, I have a friend who was a Navy guy, so I'll have to ask him. Yeah, he's uh, super special. But yes, I totally hear you. I've got goosebumps. And thank you for sharing about men, because, you know, if, if, that's who inspires you. That is awesome. Well, I just didn't, I didn't have exposure to a lot yeah. of women when I was younger. I had brothers right. you know, who, who revered men. So um, yeah. I guess that's where that comes from. That's wonderful. What soul care practice do you do and how do you feel when you've tended to your soul? Oh, Pilates. Yeah. When I go to Pilates. I turn, I'm on call every other week. Uh-huh. 
and I have to take my phone in with me in case, yeah. you know, like a fire sprinkler uh, pipe breaks, like it did Christmas Eve. And, yeah. um, <laughs> right, and two buildings worth of water dump into the basement. Oh um, yeah. So, but you know what? I had guys who were happy to go in and help. It was crazy. I mean, I thought it would be hard. Nope, they were there. I like to leave my phone in the car so I don't even yeah. have to think about it. And I go in. Those are my people. Yep. A lot of older women there love it. Those are my peeps. I get my one. I, we, I do reformer Pilates. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Get on the reformer. It's the one I always get on. Yeah. <laughs> it's like mine. Yes. And um, I love to see the teacher who's there for me. Mm-hmm. It's like, wow, she's here for, there's only 12 of us. Yeah. She's here for us. And I just breathe gently and close my eyes and I'm in a different place. Yep. That, and I love gardening too. I love quilting, but it's, it really can frustrate you. So I don't, I can't say that Uh (laughs) Uh, self-care. Gardening. I love watching the flowers grow, you know, the plants grow and I don't even cut them and bring them in. I just like them where they are. Very, very beautiful. Have you ever experienced deprivation of the soul? And if so, if so, can you explain? Yes. I was married once before to a lovely man, but my heart was not in it. Mm-hmm. And I felt like a fraud every day. And when I finally got up the nerve to leave, and he did not one thing wrong. Yeah. He not one. He just wasn't the one. And right. I was really had been too young. I married at 19 was really too young to make that decision, to know that he wasn't the one. I just right. didn't have enough experience, but it did help me get out of my circumstances, you know, of having very little. So, I mean, I know why I did it, but having to tell him was just, it killed me Wow! because he was such a nice man. Yeah. And I, and we, we talked years later, strangely, he also died of pancreas cancer, but, um, I know. At the same time, my mom was ill. He was, and he was only in his fifties, but it really, what if I hadn't left? I would have been unhappy for what? 25 years. What's What's the point of that? And it's still, I was empty for, well, I met Joe two years after that. So I was empty till then. Yeah. And you know, to, to have had the tenacity as a very young woman to um, stand up for what you knew was best for your soul. Yeah. To be able to um, do that is just absolutely gigantic. It was hard. Yeah. And I was poor, but you know what? I just went home. I just said, mom, I got to move back in. I can't do this. And she was so upset as I know now how a parent feels, but really she wasn't looking back. It didn't devastate her. Uh Like I, like I was afraid it might. (laughs) She was, I think she was proud of me because she, she was married to a man way too long. And Mm -hmm. it's good that even though she got her children out of that relationship, I think, because I remember asking her, why did you, are you sorry you ever married him? No, I got my beautiful children, but I think really it was 10 years too long. And I didn't want to be in that position of having, having that regret. Yeah. Regret is just like that's what drives me because it's just so senseless. Yeah, it is. But do it takes- something. If you're going to read, if you think you're going to regret something, don't do it. If you think you're going to regret not doing something, do it. Do it. Yeah, that's very, very true. And more My people need to hear that. that too. Yeah, well, he's right. That's he used to always come back to Nebraska to visit his parents. Like we never went on vacation. We just came back to Nebraska. And I'm uh-huh. like, come on, you're gonna, you go here like five times a year. He's like, well, I don't want to regret 
not having seen them enough. Yeah. And I had never looked at it that way. I was still young. And I was like, wow. And from then on, just spent all my time with my mom as much as I could. My good friends and family. Because he has made me realize a lot of things like that. That's beautiful. The Midwest is really good for not thinking about right now. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. is very right now. Yeah. And the Midwest is more of us, you know. Yeah. Well, what what happens down the road? Oh, I had to consider that. <laughs> I hadn't thought about that. Yeah, that's a, that's a very beautiful thing. And, and I love that. And I feel blessed that our family has been in that way of, okay, time together, time together. Right. You know, even if it's, it's just a meal, like my dad would say, you want cow or chicken? You know, we're like, oh, well, can we have cow? He's like, oh, I'll make cow. Then we all go hang out, you know? So yes, there's definitely not so much of that here in the state. Um, but I feel good that we created that for ourselves and it continues on with my kids and their kids and their families and, you know, in-laws and all of that. And it is, it's what is important. My kids both live in different states now. Yeah. So we went when my father-in-law, the last of our in the last of our parents passed away in 2014 in November. So January of 15, we all went on vacation. We needed it. My husband yeah. and mother took care of him for three and a half years. And mm. I, it was really, it was rough. And yeah. so we all went like 10 of us. And let me tell you, that's so great. We have gone every year since, except this year. Because now they don't want to go to Mexico anymore. They want to go on golf trips and golf in Mexico. It's $150 a round. So so now this year they're coming here in May and we'll go out to dinner. They'll stay here. They'll bring their dogs. They won't have to board their dogs. And now we'll go out to dinner every night and they'll golf every day with their dad. Yeah. That's wonderful. Four of them got love golfing. Uh-huh. And that's our new That's great. They, they really were like hostages to us. Yeah. You know, yeah. we took them there so we could see them for a week. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> so that's a beautiful alternative. That's great. Yeah, it really I think it's gonna be super fun. That sounds like it. I mean, just family time. I mean, just hanging out. And there's something to be said for me personally. There's something to be said for being at home and hanging out with the people that you love. I don't know. Just, yeah, lying on the couch, and right? Petting the dog and not having to eat with a fork. I don't yeah, know, right? <laughs> eat on the floor. <laughs> I mean, whatever. Just yeah, be, just stay together. We all get in the hot tub. I have a big covered deck, and we get in the hot tub and watch. We have a big screen out there and yeah. watch football. Or they'll be watching the Masters. Or I think they might come next month. The Masters. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> that works. That's, that's what does it for you. <laughs> that's great. Do you have a passion piece right now or something that's on your heart that you're doing or really want to do? Well, I made these gratitude bags. Mm. I saw Jennifer Garner posted something and it just hit me one day and I took a screenshot and about two years later, I found it and she just has, now she has a lot more money than I do, but so I didn't include the cash, but I made these little quart Ziploc bags of like hand cleaner and uh-huh. Kleenex and toothbrushes with toothpaste already in it, you know, like Uh disposable things and some granola bars and some really thick socks and some chapstick, just little things that make you feel human. And because I donate regularly to the overnight mission here. Uh And when I'm down there, I always see people on my way there and on my way back that need something. Right. 
So I made 20 of these and they're mm. in my car. I just finished them. They're in my car. And then I have other ones because I had some leftover of some things. I didn't have exactly, you know, I didn't have, I had like 40 of this and 20 of this. So I could only really make 20. But then I made other things that just had maybe toothbrushes and hand sanitizer uh-huh. and granola bars in it. So there are a lot of people standing out off the freeway when you get off. And yeah. Thought, you know, this is something I can give them. That's and I know it's really for me. I mean, I know that feeling of giving is so flooding. Yeah. Flood your soul with. It does. So I don't, it's not just for them. I, I know that, but it will help them also. Yes. And that's sort of, that's what I've been working on, gathering people and trying to get people to help me go give these out. And yeah. a lot of people don't really want to, they don't want to know that that yeah. goes oh, on. Good. I totally get that. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't really, I wish it didn't go on either, but you know, we don't have California people lay out by the beach and here, I mean, it's winter. It's yeah. right now, it's 25 cold. degrees, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So um, when you see someone out there with a shopping cart, they're really suffering. Even yeah. if they can find a place to be inside at night, if they're really it's they're suffering. Yeah, that's beautiful. And th- I'm going to put that in the show notes too. It's like <laughs> make, make gratitude bags because, you know, even here, I, I mean. You put $10 in each one also. I just don't have yeah. one extra $200. But even if you put two things in and right. give the bag out, it's still, it's a beautiful thing. One. Right. And yes, it warms your own soul too, but it also says to the person, I see you and you matter. Right. That was you know? mine. Yeah. Well, that's, that's beautiful. Thank you for letting me know that. And it's interesting because I have a um, retreat here at the house, myself and two other ladies um, lead this retreat and it's, I think we called it Soul Sisters, S-O-U-L Sisters. And so to the last one that we had, we have them quarterly, one of the ladies said, you know, start talking about gratitude. And I was like, oh, gratitude, I'm so tired of that word. But what she said, I was like, oh my gosh, whoa. And it was seriously, it was a game changer for me because I'm like, gratitude. And I'm gracious and I'm kind and I'm thoughtful and all those things, but right. I just had seen the word so many times in so many ways, you know, but it was a game changer for me. And I started, you know, a a gratitude journal and I journal every day anyway, but I started a separate one to say, I'm thankful for this. I'm thankful for that. And right now on my desk is a bottle that says aromatherapy. It's got olive and persimmon and citrus, and it says gratitude on the front of it. So it's really, really helped to change my focus on the use of that word and expressing that. And it was just so sweet when you said gratitude bags. I'm like, oh, yes. I think gratitude is a feeling. It is. I mean, I think people want it to be an action and I think it's internal. It is, is. I was just having issues with quote the word. And, right. Um, I've shifted because of what you said, because it was all, I was seeing all the external and processing it, choosing to process it in that way. And right. I wasn't using the word internally, although I am grateful, but I, you know what I'm trying to say. Of course you're grateful. Yeah. And so I think that's where it got, it got overused. Like, well, of course you're grateful for, for a brand new car. It's like, that's not what you're grateful for. That's not great. Right. You're grateful. You have a car. Yeah. Brand new is separate. Yeah. I'm grateful. I have 10 fingers. I'm grateful. I can take a deep breath. And then that I can walk. Right. And I have a job that, you know, supports our lifestyle. Right. Well, yeah. my husband does too. I don't just support us. He also says, well, yeah. I mean, that, you know, that I have a job that contributes to the lifestyle we want to have. Right. And that's a blessing. It is. That, that is a blessing. It is. 
Well, any final thoughts about this conversation, my friends? Well, I didn't think I would cry so much. Oh, uh, but it, no, it's a good cry. It is a good cry. It is a good yeah. cry. And I, uh, I'm thrilled to talk to you. I'm so glad we made contact. Me too. You, even yeah. though we, you know, didn't see each other through all of school, I always felt you there. And, yeah. Uh, and yeah. I just, you know, would love to see you in person. I would love that too. And I, if I, I ever go young, like if I, if I get sick and pass young, I hope you're going to take care of everything for me. Well, you just, you just tell me what you want. I'll put you on the list. Of people yeah, put, people put me on the list. I, I'm serious. I'm on some lists. So please. I already you, have my music picked out and I know what my song is. That's excellent. <laughs> um, have you, I don't know if you've heard it. It's called, it's by Warren Zevon. No, I don't know it. It's called, gosh, dang it. Now my brain isn't going to work. Hang on one second. It is the most lovely song. He wrote it when he was dying. Oh, wow. Uh, from lung cancer and he sang it on david letterman wow it, because david letterman gave him the whole hour wow so to come in and sing and why am i having so much trouble <laughs> oh, it's called keep me in your heart for a while wow and it is so it is the ultimate funeral song but it's not sad it's just yeah. sweet beautiful and so I picked out other songs. There was a time when I thought I might be ill. And I, so I did some of this and I'm like, yeah. okay, well, now I have them. Now I know it's important to me. Wow. That's oh. a beautiful thing. That yeah. is a very, very beautiful thing. Well, I want to thank we, you. Howard Stern would say, I think we've said it all. Yes, I absolutely <laughs> agree with you. <laughs> well said. Thank you for joining me. And thank you for doing this, you know, table tennis that we did back and forth for months to try and make it happen. Thank you for not giving up. I appreciate it so very much. Well, I'm honored for you to have asked me. Wow. Thank you so much. And you are episode one of season two, my dear. You're the first awesome. in 2023. So thank you so much. And um, I'll look forward to talking to you again soon. And it'll be sooner rather than later. Don't yes. You We're not going 30 years again. I like that. <laughs> Thanks. Okay. Love you. Love you too. Bye. Bye. As we conclude this episode of Renegade Women and Soul Care, please remember to always take time and make time for soul care and soul prayer. May you be blessed with peaceful nights and gentle days. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.